Welcome back to episode 16 of the Shy Sports Weekly Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Max. Back with the same old boys, Kyle and Ty. How are you doing, guys? Good, good. Back in the saddle, as always. That's back my thing Back in now. the saddles. I'm not going to beatbox us in this episode. I don't know what your guys' opinion was of that, but I don't know. Just didn't feel like doing it two weeks in a row. <laughs> didn't feel like showing off, that's all. Loser. Uh no, everything's good. Got a puppy this weekend. Got a on Sunday. Big Dick Ben is what we're calling him. All one word. Ben, huh? Ben. No, Big Dick Ben. So Big Dick Ben is the son of Big Dick Bubs, right? Yeah, that's correct. So we got the the father-son duo living in this tiny little apartment. So it'll be interesting. I'll tell you what though, this dog does have a little rocket on him. It's kind of so- crazy. Ben is not one of Bubs's puppies, is he? Yeah, it's his son. Okay. Okay. Literally his son. Nice. Yeah, so it's uh, a couple peas in the house, but you know, it's kind of cool. I don't know, dude. Like, puppies are the best. Legit the best. I don't even care if this, this dog could literally, literally piss and <laughs> shit in the house all at once. And I honestly wouldn't care. Yeah, you love dogs. I mean, I love dogs, but you love dogs. What's right? You make it seem like I'm some creep. No, like you love dogs. You are a creep. Okay. Well, no, at least you admit it. <laughs> Who loves dogs more, me or Van Dyke? Definitely Van Dyke. Okay. Based on that picture I saw on Facebook of him and the dogs, I'd say. Making out, I would say Van Dyke. Van Dyke. <laughs> I don't have a Facebook, so I didn't see it, but I've seen him get really comfortable with dogs. <laughs> really comfortable. Yep. To the point where I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, no, g- good weekend, though. Was at Wrigley a couple of those days. Actually, I was at Wrigley all three of the losses on this homestand. So the two wins, I wasn't there. So fuck me. I'm trying to think what else. I saw Andy. Sounds like it's your fault. Saw Andy and Fat Dick. Good weekend. How about you? What were you up to? What were you boys up to? The weekend feels like it was such a long time ago. That's because it was. <laughs> I'll let you go first. I can tell you exactly what I did this weekend uh and that is on friday i went to all you can eat sushi for lunch and had like 30 pieces of sushi just fucking house sushi and then that night i went to fat rosie's for tacos house some tacos had a few beers and i woke up in schaumburg yeah that's the one yeah uh, it was good but then i woke up saturday morning and i felt like i just drank a thousand beers the night before and i thought i was gonna puke all day or shit myself one or the other. So I laid on the couch all day nursing one a happened? sushi and taco hangover. No, I shit, I shit a lot. Don't get me wrong. I didn't shit my pants, though. It's not yourself? No, yeah. Made it to the toilet. <laughs> yeah, and that's you know, I actually, a good weekend. But, so I actually had this conversation. <laughs> I actually got asked this question this weekend, ironically. When was the last time as an adult you, or as a, not a toddler or as a youth you shit your pants? I don't keep tabs. It happens way too often. <laughs> like, and it's not, I'll say like a shard at least not, not like full blown. Like I'm, I, I have a large doogie in my pants. Yeah. I don't know. It happens like twice a year, honestly. That frequently. Yeah. I don't know that I ever have in my adult life. If I'm being completely honest with you, You're a lot. That's maybe awesome. not twice a year. Maybe it's once a year, maybe once since I was a child. Like a fart that's like... You averaged it out, it's probably 1.7 times. My sphincter is tight as hell, bro. Nothing gets past that unless I tell it to. 
So, well, let's let's actually Average never talk day. about your shrinker again, please. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's, Ty, that's I, I think that actually. I think that might be the biggest lie I've ever heard. You just said you had sushi, tacos, and Bud Light, and you've never sharded. No, dude. I never trust a fart. That's why. You just never trust these hoes. So you're telling me, like, you've never been at the at Tab getting a, a midday brunch after a night and let a, let a fart out. No, no, no. And I take my Tab to go. Had, that fullback comes with the fart. Lee block. Should I, should I reel this back in a little bit? I'll tell you what I did. I watched <laughs> the, uh, the U.S. Open on Sunday. Yeah, on John Father's Day. It was Father's Day, by the way. Neither of you mentioned Father's Day. Apparently, you don't care. Oh, Ty, happy Father's Day. Yeah, you too, dude. Congrats. Thanks. Thanks. How was uh, How was the U.S. Open? I saw Bryson. Actually- Kyle, I should actually. We should probably be wishing you a happy Grandfather's Day. You are you are a grandfather now at this point. Yeah, to dogs, but. Right. God, God, can you imagine if I was a 26-year-old grandfather? That'd be like the crazy. What do you think the youngest grandfather in the world is? That'd be record-setting. But geez, I don't know. 30. But I do know that John Rahm um, is a fucking animal. I have to say, I didn't watch a second of the U.S. Open. I was watching the Cubs. Um, but I did read that Bryson blew it. I heard he, on the back nine, he was like, bogey, bogey, double bogey, double bogey. Yeah, I mean, his scorecard looked like nine. yours, quite frankly. Quite frankly. Mine on a great day. Actually. Yes. <laughs> no, he I was like, bogey, bogey, he was completely bogey. like, just the wheels fell off. Like at the turn on the front nine, he was thinking the lead at five under and then just an absolutely abysmal collapse. Like he was topping the ball, uh, just shanking, like making brutal mistakes. And it was kind of hard to watch, actually. But I was happy for John Rahm, the guy. I think the weekend before he basically had to withdraw from a tournament two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago, he had to withdraw from that tournament where he was up by six strokes because of the positive COVID test. So was happy to see him do it on basically one of the biggest stages in golf on Sunday. This is a dumb question. Is the U S open at Torrey Pines? Is that where that's at? Yes. Is that in California? That's correct. San Diego. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm not a, definitely not the resident golf guy here, but. From what I've heard, okay. that's like that's like me talking about hockey with you. That's like you introducing John Scott as a Stanley Cup champion. Yes, just like exactly that, like that. Except I'd be like if if John Rom came out and you were like uh, reigning Masters champion, John Rom, reigning masturbator, John Rom. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Uh, <laughs> what was the event that Phil won a couple weeks ago? That was the PGA Championship. So give me give me like the cliff notes of how. I don't know how golf works with like their, is there, I mean, like I know the masters is a big tournament, but is there's no like playoffs or anything. Right. I know. Like I know there's the right is the Riders cup where it's like it's team focused. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's every four years and that's basically Europe versus the United States. Um, that's not every year, year even. No, it's every oh, four. I thought that was every year. Damn. Over and one year. Basically how, golf essentially works is like the U S open is one of the four major tournaments. They call them majors. So for all you folks out there that don't watch golf, like Kyle, I'm giving you a, a, uh, golf class one oh one for everyone else. I'm sorry that you have to listen to this, but so it's the masters, the U S open. <laughs> yeah. The masters, the U S open, um, the British open, and then the PGA championship are the so four if, major tournaments. So, but there's no like way there's no playoffs. Like if you, you 
I'm, I'm relating it to NASCAR, how you get points and shit like that. Well, there's, the FedEx, there's the FedEx Cup, which is like there's a point system for that. And then the winner of the FedEx Cup at the end of the year, which is like the end of the season, winds up, winds up getting like a $10 million prize or whatever. So they the, accumulate points throughout the season based on how they place in other tournaments that aren't majors. So it's like the, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl this year. They're the 2020 NFL champions. Who is the PGA? There's no PGA champion. Is there? Uh, yeah, I think so. I don't know exactly who the world champion was last year. I want to say it was Dustin Johnson, but I feel like that's incorrect. <laughs> President um, golf guy, he says. Ty, well, I mean, I've been pretty good so far. Ty can fact check me on that, but. Um, I've just been taking your word for it. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, basically there's not, there's not really like a reigning golf champion. I mean, there's like the FedEx cup champion. Um, there's like the reigning masters champion. Like it's, it, it's basically like the reigning champion based on each tournament or how you ranked in the world the previous year. All right. Now riddle me this one. I know tiger won the masters. Was that in 2020? He won the masters. I think it was 2019, 2019. Wow, that's wild. And that was his first major since like 2009 or 2000, before the uh, before his divorce. Yeah. Now you're asking me hard questions. Hooters, waitresses, and basically anything that had a hole near him. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah that's crazy. But <laughs> that was talking golf. Wow. Can't believe we <laughs> actually talk that much about golf. Do you bet, <laughs> do you bet on golf at all? Recording in progress. I totally didn't start recording the video, so here we go with the video. Oh, so nice. we're good this to go. Is a, this is an A1 podcast. I know. We're, I mean, keep rolling. We're good. <laughs> you just fill, just filling the, the first part with pictures. Yeah. Um, do you ever bet on golf, Max? No, I really don't bet much at all, honestly, because the only times I really gamble is when I go on like a vacation or something with you, and then I lose all kinds of Oh, I was telling Ty before this, I have the worst beat today. What's your I took Giants Angels under eight with Otani and Gosman on the mound. It was one it was to one. Like, it was like one to one in the eighth inning. It was one to one going until the eleventh inning. No way. It finished nine to three. <laughs> That's brutal. That's one that you write off. Like you probably didn't even you weren't even paying attention to it. And then you put in my put in my next bet because I thought I had that one locked. Yeah. No shit. That's crazy. Hawks plus eight and and the lightning. So if I need them both. I need them both. All I know is we can't ever bet together again because we don't win. Not until at least next weekend. Right. <laughs> that won't be fine. Hey, uh, uh, are we going to mention episode 15? You want to do that or what? Episode 16? 16, 16, I mean. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to say. Let's uh, let's get into week 16. Where, give us some numbers. Ty, give us one number 16 ever to play any sport. Um, you know, Patrick Wisdom comes to mind, dude. Oh, wow. This guy studied. I literally looked at the notes like a minute ago, so it's all good. <laughs> the big sexy. Okay, that's a good one. That's that's a powerful start. I like that. I'll go, uh, I'll go Pau Gasol. Ooh, the big Spaniard. Um, let's who doesn't love Pau Gasol? I'll go, I'll go Andrew Ladd. That's a good one. I actually did a little research before this. I was going to go Marcus Kruger. Marcus Kruger. And there's my, uh, my hockey note of the day. 
<laughs> that's as much hockey knowledge as Max has today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not know this, but did you know Terry Francona wore number 16 on the Cubs? One, did you know Terry Francona played for the Cubs? Did not know either. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um, that's what I'm here for. All right, give us give us one more. Do I don't know how we haven't mentioned Aramis Ramirez. Did we not mention him? I thought somebody did. Nope, nobody did. Former Pirate. Do we have a uh, a number 16 for the White Sox? Ted Lyons. <laughs> Who the fuck is Ted Lyons? Hall of Famer. Ted Lyons is? You're, yeah. Hey, you're a Lyons. <laughs> 16 is retired for the White Sox. Shut up. Is it? Yeah, take a look. Ted Lyons from Crystal Lake. Get the fuck out of here. Hang on. Chris no, Lake, he, Illinois? No, he's from no, he's from Lake Charles, Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually from Lamont. He's from Lamont. Everybody's from Lamont, dude. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, no. Uh yeah. Turns out, what's this guy's name again? Uh, Ted Lyons. Yep. <laughs> Good to know. All right. Well, let, before we get into some Chicago stuff, let's get into a little just sports in general. Couple game sevens from this past weekend: uh, Nets, Bucks on Saturday night, and then Hawks, Sixers on Sunday. We'll start with Nets, Bucks. Uh, Giannis is like just an absolute freak. I don't understand it. I I was talking about this with some people I work with, but why don't why don't they just like stack the paint? So this fucking guy might just force him to shoot because I don't think he can. He can't shoot, right? Like he's I mean, just shooting. so long though. Like it literally takes him two steps to get from half court to the rim. He did take. He caught a pass outside the three point line the other day. Didn't dribble and dunked it. Yeah, I mean, right. like three and a half clear steps and no travel. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty sweet actually. I don't care. I mean, they could, they could put pads on and start knocking people over. That's actually what they should do. I'd watch that. That's actually pretty insane that the Nets can build up as crazy of a roster as they want to, and it still didn't matter. They couldn't get through the box. Oh, I mean, Harden was hurt. Kyrie obviously didn't play. Yeah. Um, did you see Durant's shot, though, at the end of regulation to tie it? Yes, foot on the line. Ooh. And then he did that, that like, ooh that type of face after, but then <laughs> his he mom court to, side too. Yeah. Then he tried to take that exact same shot at the end of overtime and just airballed it. <laughs> Didn't work. It's a hard shot. Can't do that twice in one game. And then the stadium just went numb, silent. You could hear a pin drop in there. That's honestly the best though. Cause it's, you know what it is? It's like when you throw a flag in football or uh, pardon me, like a fourth down play, in football yes. and your team doesn't convert, you're like, wait a minute, hold on, hold on. There's that like two second delay in your own brain where you're like, hold on, hold on. Where's the flag? What's like, how can this, <laughs> how can we reset this? This play? Or like when Tom Brady thought it was uh third down instead of fourth against. The yeah. Brady. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. Your brain needs to recalibrate. That's kind of what it was <laughs> probably for the whole Barkley center after Durant just airballed that. But yeah, box Hawks. And then <laughs> how about so these are the four teams, box Hawks, Clippers, Suns. Talk about like just an outrageous final four. I love it. I mean, I do too, actually. This is upset city. I think the fans are happy. The NBA might not be as happy because I don't know. I mean, the markets just aren't, you know, as big as they typically are, but I read the ratings were high. I read the ratings were the highest they've been in like 
eight years. <laughs> doesn't surprise me because I feel like people who are sick of the same old shit or maybe don't watch the NBA are into it this year because of that. Yeah, people I mean, like I, parody. I have no problem not watching LeBron. To be honest with you, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like. If t- I watch, I actually did watch a little bit of the Suns Clippers game last night. I I mean, like if it was LeBron versus if it was Lakers Clippers. To be honest, I'm like, I, I don't give a fuck. I just don't care about LeBron anymore. I'm just over that yeah. guy. Devin he's, Booker he's, is a beast. Yeah, he is. He's good. Um, it was also interesting to hear Steve Kerr say that. I mean, slightly taken out of context, I guess, but there's a quote I saw that Steve Kerr said that Durant might be more gifted than Michael Jordan was. I don't even think that's that much of a stretch because like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he, he's pretty fucking good. I mean, the guy's six eleven and plays like a two. So, yeah, and again, different era. Just because he's more gifted doesn't mean that he's a better player. Yeah, no, that's actually a hundred percent spot on. And I, yeah, I saw that quote as well, and I didn't think it was outrageous to think that Kevin Durant is. To be honest, he might be one of the best five basketball players, just in general or, or overall of all time. I he's mean, honestly he like a player that you would design in two K that. Is not that is not really possible to have that skill set in real life. Like the dude is just like six eleven, looks like a spider, and can shoot the lights out from forty from feet away. Yard. Yeah, I know, and can get to the hole, can drive. He's, I mean, he yeah, he's skinny as shit, but he like he he can withstand contact. So, I'm I don't disagree. I don't wholeheartedly disagree. At least, who do you got winning it all? <laughs> Let's see. I'll go Suns. Yeah, try not. You fear the deer, dude? No. Uh, you don't fear the deer, dude? <laughs> no, I told I told Ty I have Hawks plus eight tonight. So I I, I actually yes, I do fear the deer. <laughs> now, that, now that we're actually talking about it, but I don't I don't want to fear the deer anymore. We are uh, we're a Hawks podcast tonight. We are a Hawks. Ooh, Hawks are up six right now. Let's so let's move on to Saturday or Sunday night's game seven. Hawks Sixers. Holy shit, Ben Simmons. What are we doing, bud? <laughs> like, can we not uh can we just shoot the ball? I mean, like, what what is he doing? What's a what is the point of basketball? What 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 is the objective? Score points. To put the ball in the hoop, right? What is Ben Simmons not doing or not even attempting? Shooting. To put the ball in the hoop. He had that dunk wide open. And he just passes it. That's like when you – all right, I hate, to, I hate to keep referencing 2K, but that's like you mean to click the shoot button and you accidentally click fast. Yeah, that's actually – yeah, again, that's perfect. He was on the baseline. He had a, He's posting this guy up. He could see what was there. Like, he was posting this guy up, did a spin move, and who was there? You know, locked A, lockdown rim stuffer, Trey Young. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he was, he was either surprised at how open he was. I think, I think he might have been scared to go to the free throw line. Like that—that's what I think as well. Like you can't—he was afraid that he was going to go up, and somebody was just going to absolutely hack him, and right. he's going to shoot too. And then so, there was talk about—I know I'm skipping a few steps, but there's talk about the Bulls making a trade for him. Like I—I don't—I don't think I want anything to do with him. Uh, I think it was CBS Sports. They proposed five different trades, and one was just Levine for Ben Simmons straight up. I was like, who fucking runs this account? That's ridiculous. Fire them into the sun. Gee, if 
if Arturis Karnisavakis, that guy, AK, if he ever did that trade, I think you have to fire him on the spot, right? He won't do that. He's too smart. I mean, but come on. Like, what the fuck? Right. So I had this debate yesterday. Um, as a point guard, I think Ben Simmons sucks because he can't shoot a three-pointer. Do you agree or disagree that as a point guard, you need to be able to shoot a three-pointer effectively? And also, name me one other point guard in the league that can't shoot a three-pointer. Rajon Rondo. Rondo can still shoot a three-pointer. Comparative. But, no, but he doesn't. What is Rondo's three career three-point percentage? I don't think you need to be able to shoot a three. I mean, obviously, well, you, you need to. Obviously, Rondo is one of the best passing point guards of the decade and arguably of all time. But, like, you definitely need to excel at other things. You don't need to be able to shoot the three, though, I don't think. Rondo from three is a 32% shooter. That's that's almost Ben Simmons from the free throw line, though. <laughs> I he, just think with, with Simmons, first of all, like, there's no excuse for being bad at free throws. Like, what 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 are you doing? Just learn how to shoot. Go stand at the line and shoot two hundred free throws of practice every day. Wait, hold on. Uh, let me go back to Rondo. Did you do you know what his three point percentage was this year? Actually, no. I don't know how many attempts he took. Forty three percent. Wow. Ten Averaging. So I say again, name me another point guard that can't shoot a three pointer like Ben Simmons. Fifty two attempts in forty five games. So. Kind of crazy, actually. Jesus, I don't know. I think I think with his size, he should be he should be able to play like Magic did almost. And just I would I would love Ben Simmons on the Bulls, but for the right price, I, I'm not giving up Levine. But if you're not giving up Levine, who are you giving up to? Do they still have Wendell Carter? <laughs> no, he went in the, the Vucevic trade. Fuck that guy, right? Remember, <laughs> he had to Man. go. We don't like Wendell for I forget the reason though. <laughs> Unless he wants to come onto the pod and discuss it. <laughs> if you're listening, Wendell. We know you are. We know that's what you're doing with your free time. Um and then Doc Rivers after the game asked if Ben Simmons could be a point guard that could lead a team to a championship. He's like, I don't know how to answer that right now. I don't know how I don't know in what scenario. Ben Simmons and Doc Rivers can be coach and point guard on the Sixers next year. I yeah, mean, I mean, they talk about throwing like, a guy under the bus. Well, yeah, right after the game, I think him and Embiid were pissed. They were probably they were speaking off the cuff a little bit and just talking about their emotions. But I think they backtracked a little bit afterwards. Then Doc Rivers later was like, "Oh, we have a plan in place for like helping him through this and blah blah blah." So I don't know. They have a plan in place. Yeah. It just drew one <laughs> up real quick over the past 48 what, hours. Have him sit on the fucking bench. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was on the bench in the final minutes there. What's, what's, he, what's his contract? Like 160 million? Maybe he's just shooting with the wrong hand. I, that's what I was saying, too. Maybe he's a righty. Could you yep. imagine the whole time he's just been a righty? Didn't fuck he's like, oh, sh- shit. And he's pretty good as a lefty, actually. Uh when the Rockets traded James Hart at the beginning of the year, the Sixers were in play for that, but they didn't want to give up Ben Simmons. How's that looking right now? Not great. I mean, I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but um, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. 
not good at all. But uh, let's transition over to some Chicago sports now, unless you had anything else with the NBA. I think the last thing I want to talk about MLB related, since we are switching to the Cubs and Sox most likely, was the amount of times that players, pitchers specifically, are being checked for illegal substances mid-game now. So starting pitchers are going to be randomly checked throughout the game. It shouldn't be every inning, but just randomly. Definitely, it's, I think it's mandatory after the first inning and then randomly throughout the game. But relief pitchers, since they're usually only in an inning, it's, that's mandatory. But what's your um, take on that? Oh, it's the stupidest thing. Oh, it's so fucking dumb. I can't tell you how stupid it is. It's out of control. If I mean, you want to talk about making the game faster, more interesting to fans that aren't necessarily into baseball, that is – well, it's, the not, it's not slowing the game down because they're doing it after the inning when the, like the other pitchers warming up. The guy's just going off to the side. It's so it's, it's really it's actually not slowing the game down at all. The only way it's slowing the game down is when Joe Girardi is right. That's where I was going to next. Check this guy, which was the craziest thing. <laughs> when and then Max Scherzer is staring him down, walking back to the dugout, and the only thing I could think of was Jed, go fucking get Max Scherzer right now. <laughs> For the love of God, I need this guy on my team. I mean, but, he he handled that perfectly. Like everyone was all, Max, I, Max I mean, Scherzer fan in that situation. I think the pitchers, and rightfully so, are kind of like, well, it really is. It, think of it this way: like, I'm especially for him, it's kind of an insult. It's like, all right, you think my shit's not that good? You you really think I'm cheating right now? Yeah, and I'm, I feel like this just makes MLB like Rob Manfred specifically just look like a complete joke like he knew he he obviously knew this was going on right so they juiced the balls in 19 this is right around the time that spin rates were going up and 18 spin rates were going up so they juiced the balls to kind of counteract that so the pitchers really start using it and then once josh donaldson calls him out he's like oh you know no we can't do this anymore like it's like jesus christ why don't you ever heard of it like just handling it in-house right yeah exactly <laughs> like let's put this on display for everyone to see. And then the pitchers are just making a mockery of it. And it just, it almost just self MLB is just self imploding on itself. Yeah, However, exactly. everybody's talking about it. So maybe it is some genius scheme to get eyeballs and it's probably working to be honest with you. So maybe it's a Rob twisted Manfred, way of getting the MLB more talked about than the NFL for. So Rob Manfred, honestly, might be the smartest guy alive. Uh, <laughs> yet to be seen. Yet to that be is seen. a piping hot take. I kind of just talked myself into Rob Manfred being a genius there. It's sizzling. Like, Your mic is sizzling right now. <laughs> yeah. Holy hell. That actually, <laughs> cool that I, thing down. I think I believe Rob Manfred's a genius. <laughs> he might be a genius. He's so dumb. He's smart. But watching that whole interaction between Scherzer and Girardi was pretty funny. And Girardi can act like he was like walking out of the dugout and pissed off, but that whole time he had to just be like tail between his legs, shit running down his pants. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then did you see Sergio Romo, the A's yes. pitcher? Yep. Took his pants down to his knees. Completely undressed. It's see things like that. It's like you're the pitchers are making a mockery of it. And I'm sure hey, listen, if I was a pitcher and I like I probably would make a mockery. I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, this is the stupidest thing to do. Are you right. kidding me? Way to uh way to stay on top of things, Rob. You really, you're really doing a great job. 
This isn't happening with the Cubs pitchers. This goes back to your theory about the Cubs signing um, low-velocity starting pitchers. How about that? Nothing to worry about here. Nothing to see here. Nothing. Hey, you think (laughs) Kyle Hendricks is using spider tech? No. He's up at 88 with that spider tech. And his pants have stayed on all game. But then, hey, this also goes to my my theory. If you're going to use a, a foreign substance, again, your balls right on the bottom. I mean, they're what they're checking the, the not to say like that they couldn't check this, it's, but like you're telling me they're going to get down on a knee and like, hey, let me see like your grundle or your balls. Let's see what you got going on there. Like, hey, no, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, what I'm I sure, mean? you know, if you're playing in, you know, in the middle of June or July, I'm sure a lot of guys have quite, quite a few things going on down there. Well, and I'm not, I'm not even saying, <laughs> I'm not even saying, I'm, I mean, I guess you really could get weird and like go on the, like on your actual balls. I was saying just like on the outside of your pants. Right. That's what I was saying, but. Okay. I see. But now my brain's really, now this mic's really hot. What if you put something <laughs> on your, like on, in, on your balls, you put like pine tar or something like Not that. even that. What if you just use the sweat off your, the underside of your fucking nutsack to make the ball a little stickier. Is that illegal? It's natural. It actually make the ball stickier. Just I mean, dude, it's kind of just, it's just rude. You, you ever, you ever felt the underside of a nutsack in yeah, the summertime, dude, that's just sticky. Yeah. Mix a little toothpaste in there. Good to go. <laughs> I mean, I, can you imagine if somebody like John Lackey's on the mound? He's just got a his hand just playing with his grundle and throws like a two theme to Wilson, and Wilson's like, "What the fuck is this?" It's fucking nut cheese, bud. Immediately hand it to the ump and ask for a new ball. Please, can you just give me anything else? John, this has John John's dinner from last night on it. Oh, I don't know. Baseball's definitely not on top of things, but. You know who is on top of things? Who's Turns that? Out ben Zobrist's pastor. Oh my god! <laughs> no shit. Want to talk about a scumbag? He's either on top of things or right underneath him. I mean, this guy's first team all all scumbag, all snake team. So I don't. I really don't know how what what to say about this guy. Ben Zobris comes out smelling like roses though, to be honest with you. I think right. he, he he's almost more of like a fan favorite in Chicago after this. Um, for those who don't know, Ben Zobris, he left uh, the Cubs a little for personal reasons in spring training in 2019. And then for three months ish during the 2019 regular season, to go back with his family because his his marriage was on the rocks. But it, this whole time, it turns out his wife was cheating on him with uh, their pastor, who was like a count, a marriage counselor to them, who was their premarital counselor, uh, the head of their like the family foundation. And it get just so fucked up. Right, and he was so yeah, he was basically working for their charity, I believe, and mm-hmm. then he was still. I think he was unemployed by the charity and he was still cashing checks from them underhandedly without them knowing for three months. I mean, holy shit. I mean, not only are you going to steal from the guy's charity, but you're also just going to fuck his wife in the process while you're supposedly treating him for his anxiety and depression. Yeah, it is. It's actually bonkers. He took love thy neighbor very literally and seriously. Right. 
I mean, that is like love thy patient. That's just pure evil, honestly. Oh, I mean, when I was reading that Tribune article, and the whole time I just kept saying to myself, "Just what the fuck?" Right. It's just like disgusting. You feel dirty. I need to wash my hands after reading it. And his wife, Jesus Christ, you want to talk about just some bimbo slut? I mean, I don't <laughs> even know what. What do you say about her? And she's Not supposed much. to be some Christian singer, right? Basically. You know, it's hard to take anything that she really says seriously after this happens. Like, you see her Instagram posts and her long captions, and you're just like, gosh. Oh, can we we just, for like a minute here, just absolutely rip on how ugly she is? (laughs) You go ahead, dude. Start. Yeah, I mean, we're we're all ears. Floor is yours. I mean, I've never seen the Loch Ness Monster, but (laughs) she's, she's right there. I mean, dude, she is atrocious. I think I'd rather if we're the last two people on the planet. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Let's all right. Let's not go too far. One time, Benny, Benny was in love with her. So, not anymore, though. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take from 2019 on. This is I'm talking. This is Juliana's Oprah's 2019 to now. If Kyle was in a room with Hitler, Saddam Hussein, and her, and had two bullets and a gun, he would shoot her twice. Right in the tits. Here's the <laughs> thing: is she she thinks she's like an icon or some kind of like public figure celebrity. She's not, no one knows who she is. If she's not married to Ben Zobrist and has that miserable walk up song that he used just for her. Oh my God. Was it uh, her rendition of Benny and the jets? Right? Yeah. And it's like, clearly he's doing that for you. He's not doing it because it's a good song. Like, because nobody's jamming to this. Like they're jamming the Rizzo. Nobody. In fact, everyone heard it and they were like, why is he doing this? But at the end of the conversation, you're like, they were actually but, like clearly he loves his wife. Fans heard that walk-up song and then were asking Ben to divorce her then. <laughs> ben, listen, you can't you can't be our second basin with that walk-up music. You're, it's, it's us or her. And I guess the good thing for Ben is he is forever the 2016 and 2015 World Series MVP. Uh, no, he, I don't think he was the 2015 World Series MVP. Was he not? But he definitely won with the Royals. Yeah, no, he definitely was not. Salvador Perez was. No, no, he was in my head. How okay. do you know At, that Salvador Perez won the 2016? After this, after Just all this, it. Ben Zobris is 2015 World Series MVP too. We can Photoshop that really quick. <laughs> if anybody asks us on Twitter, we'll just quickly Photoshop that. Um <laughs> Wait, yeah, I love Ben Zobrist. I love this. I just named my dog Ben. I was just going to say, you named your dog after him. Yeah, so don't... I can rip on Juliana Zobrist and still love Ben. It's like when you're... Uh, like, if your buddy breaks up with a girl and it's like, he, you have to wait for that grace period to, like, start ripping on her. Right. It's like, well, listen, when, when you're fucking a pastor, there's no grace period. The grace period's no, no, over. No. no. You get ripped on right away. Right. Well, we'll go... We'll, we'll move into less harsh news and we'll just we'll just talk about the actual team <laughs> okay uh let's start with kyle hendricks because that's that's very very positive so you're basically starting with the only good news that i really had currently about the cubs over the past week well listen we need to mix it up because it has been <laughs> <laughs> it's been one thing after the other 
it has literally been one thing. And we're not even talking. We haven't even brought up the Blackhawks yet. So <laughs> <laughs> we will we'll stick with Kyle Hendricks for now. He's Let's talk about him being a top five pitcher in the MLB over the past month. Eight starts in a row, first pitcher in the NL to 10 wins. Uh, tied for the league lead overall. Let's see, over the past month, 265 ERA. You know what? The thing I love about him, though, is you're right. He is the anti-sticky tech type of pitcher. Right. He's the anti-sticky tech. He doesn't need to grab his from under cheese like John Lackey. He's just grabbing. What did John Lackey ever do to deserve this slander? I don't know. He just seems like a guy that would, like, grab his nuts. and Why can't we just rip on Garrett Cole, though? Yeah, we'll just we'll just use every time we mention John Lackey, just know that's what we meant. We're, so if you could actually go, go back Cole. and uh, dub in Garrett Cole's just name, dub in my Lackey. voice over every time you said it, John yes. Lackey, yes. or just bleep it out so nobody knows who we're talking about. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no Hendricks, six shutout yesterday, six shutout last Thursday against the Mets. I mean, this guy is. He's the first Cub since Arietta in 15 to win eight consecutive starts. He's dealing. Is he an all-star? You think he'll be an all-star? I don't. I don't think he'll be an all-star. I think there are too many good power starters in the NL and his tough start to the season. I don't know. I don't think he gets in, but for the Cubs sake, this is important. Like if they are actually going to make a push for the playoffs, this is the Kyle Hendricks that they absolutely need at the top of the rotation. hundred percent. I can't believe his war is, is only uh 0.4 right now. Yeah. That's I'm pretty shocked by that too. I mean, if he has double digit wins already, a little surprising. Um, let's see. He's got the most war on the team. All right. Well, this is, we'll go pitching staff there. Oh my God. You're going to get in the negatives. No, no. Oh yeah. There are, there are negatives here. Um, <laughs> Those are numbers. These, <laughs> these are numbers. Holy fuck are these numbers. I wonder um, if when we uh, when we reference old podcasts that people know what we're talking about. Probably not, but what's up? <laughs> I don't even know what we're referencing half the time. That was you last week, dumb fuck. Yeah, I know that one. <laughs> I'm just saying in general, as a whole. <laughs> there are, let's see, Keegan Thompson has a higher, let's, yeah. Keegan Thompson, Dan Winkler, Andrew Chafin, Ryan Tapera, and Craig Kimbrell all have a higher war than Kyle Hendricks. Huh. Ed Bear's right below him. Tommy Nance is tied with him. I don't fully understand how war is calculated. I just agree that it's a good stat or a good measure of performance. Um, Who was the pitcher we said played for the Windy City Thunderbolts? Tommy Nance. Tommy Nance. Well, guess who I saw play yesterday? The Windy City Thunderbolts. They got their oh, ass the kicked by, by the Schomburg Boomers. It went oh, you so know easily. what? We didn't talk about that at the beginning of the show. What the hell, dude? Talk about your hot dog experience. I wanted to hear about that game. Uh, I may never go to another Boomers game again. And here's why. Oh. Let me tell you why, dude. Dollar hot dog night. I'm amped up about it, right? I get four dogs off the jump. First, They cut you <laughs> off. They cut you off, run, didn't they? No, no, no. They did not cut <laughs> you off. First run to the concession stand. Actually, we got six. We split six. I had four. She had two. Um, just the worst hot dog ever, really. It's just not a good dog. And the buns. What every did you one expect? Of my, every one of my buns split in half. Were they, like, all crusty? Yeah, yeah, they were just old, like, not stale. Fun. Yeah. 
It's not a good dog. Then, get this bullshit, in the middle of the fifth inning, the middle of the fifth, the teams come out and stand in front of their dugouts, and somebody gets on the field, and they sing God Bless America. In the middle of the fifth inning. I was like, what are we doing? It's never the heard of fifth. That. I, Do never. I've been to quite a few baseball games in my life. Never have I seen in the middle of the fifth them just stop play for a good old God Bless America. Wait, so it wouldn't bother have, me as much as it's bothering you. It pissed me off. Do you off. have a problem with them singing God Bless America? I have the problem with them singing it at that particular time. So if they sang it in... I think it was just like a culmination of things. Like you were on your third shitty hot dog and you were not in the mood to hear God Bless America in the middle of the It wasn't even that. It was just like, how about the seventh when you do the stretch? You know, sing then. But why, why are you going to stop play in the I fifth? thought you were going to say they, they cut, they, it was last call for beer in the middle. Last of the call for dog. Was it a seven-inning game? Uh, it was an, I don't know. We left in the fucking sixth inning. You left Maybe right we, after God Bless America. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. We didn't leave because God. of that. It was just the tickets were free. A, so he we pocketed his hot dogs and walked right out of there. This sounds like this might have been a seven-inning game. No, I don't. I, I'm sure they play nine. <laughs> I don't know. How many people were there, roughly? I'm curious. There was a lot of fucking people there, dude. The parking situation was fucking tough. Really? Yeah. So, like, so the stadium was close to full, or? Uh, yeah, it was about like 60% probably, but that's still a few thousand people. For them, that's impressive. What was the score? I used to work for the Boomers back in the day. It was 10-2 when we left in the fucking top of the sixth. Dude, it was like so watching wild. North Central play. It was wild. So tight. I want so you to wild. know that they only, they only played seven eggs. Did they? <laughs> yeah. Is that a fact for real? Yeah. I'm looking at the box score right now. Final was 12-3. to three. And you left in the eighth, right? No, we left it in the sixth. <laughs> so that makes more sense now. But then it's like they didn't even do the stretch. So, so tell me now how much you hate God Bless America. <laughs> That's not why I was disappointed. It was just the time. Here's another question for you. Do you think you could have stepped up to the plate four times? Let's say let's say you got five at-bats. How many balls are you putting in play? Are any of them base hits? Um, yeah, I haven't swung a bat in a while. You said four appearances? Five. Five? I'm I'm making contact on all five, and I'm probably getting three hits. It was wow, dude. Wow, I, I'm tell. It was like eighty mile per hour fastballs, and well, the radar the radar gun didn't work there. <laughs> yeah, and just like the most below average curveballs that you've seen. It was like so you're I'm saying you're you, going three for five. So you think you hit four shitty dude. hot dogs, walked up to the plate and went three? For Not five. after four <laughs> shitty hot dogs, but if I prepared <laughs> for it, sure. I don't believe you. I don't believe you either. Not Listen. after you said you hate God Bless America, especially. <laughs> Here, I'm going to tell you this. I Listen, was in the you fast cage at Sluggers too, and a couple weekends ago. Mile per hour fastball. I was in the fast cage at Sluggers a couple weekends ago. I haven't swung a bat at a baseball in a long time either, and the fast cage looked fast. You also were how many beers deep? There was a time where the fast cage was like I would go in there and just pump fucking line drives back up the middle. Now it was like I was just following everything off. They're pumping line drives in your chest. Yes. <laughs> Standing there in my fucking Tommy Bahama flip flops, <laughs> looking like an absolute fool. Idiot. Went into slow pitch baseball right after just to get the confidence back up. Just to get, yeah, just to get the the meter pumping again. Right. Ty, I, I don't I don't know what. <laughs> what you're smoking 
to think you could just go up and go Listen, three I, for five. That, that's probably an overshoot, but I'm making no contact shit. with the ball. You wouldn't like, get one hit. You I wouldn't mean, make contact three out of five times. You're crazy, dude. Could you, you would make contact, right now? Could you, would, you hit? Could you make contact with an 80 mile per hour fastball? Yes or no? They were not throwing 80. Yeah, but dude, I actually, I like, I, I play in a men's league, and I like, I hit a couple oh, times. Oh, this, this guy plays in a men's league. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying I'm good, but I can at least make <laughs> contact. Okay, so there you go. I'm a, I, I mean, you can make contact. Hit, I'm a contact. I'm a contact guy. I'm like Eric Sogard. Me too. I that's, make content. That's why I had like probably not the best guy to compare myself to. Wait, wait, wait! You're saying their starter, the, next line. the starter for the Boomers, was throwing eighty. The if the outfield fucking radar thing was correct, they were all of them were not getting past eighty-five. Okay, that's eighty-five is different than eighty. It was more on the eighty side. Maybe there's junk ballers. Could have been. I don't know. Wait, what is that independent ball? It's literally independent yeah. ball. Boomers? Yep. Yeah. I'm just wondering at what point, like, when you're looking around at Schaumburg Boomer Stadium, you see that it's dollar hot dog night or whatever, and the hot dogs look really shitty. There's like 2,000 people there. They're singing God Bless America in the middle of the fifth inning. At what point are you saying to yourself, what the fuck am I doing playing for this team? Oh, I'm making 500 bucks a week, and I'm fucking traveling to Gary, Indiana. Do they do they have other jobs? They have to. Have to. I mean, especially now, since everybody can work remotely, you'd think they'd have something. I mean, I mean yeah, and Gary was just one example, but it's like every town that has these, these teams is just like some lame suburb in the Midwest or something. And not no disrespect to Sam Klein, but didn't Sam Klein play independent ball for a minute? Like Yeah. But at least he was trying to like do something immediately after college. Like if you're yeah, in yeah, your yeah. late twenties still doing this, it's like shit. I, I don't know. Well shit, dude, there was I was looking up the players as they came up to bat and like some of them were like the one dude got drafted second round in two thousand ten to the Yankees and he's playing for the boomers. I'm pretty sure you you can't be over a certain age in that league. Like you have to be like under 29 or 30 or something like that. I'm looking at the uh, the Schaumburg Boomers roster. There's a guy who is turning 30 in August. Uh, besides that, uh, another guy he was born in '92, but a lot of them are like '96, '97, '98. A couple '94s. Yeah. I can't. Where do you see that? Where they were drafted? I'd love to get one of these guys on and just talk about how shitty it is to <laughs> to play in independent league baseball. But I mean, we'll they might it. be slightly insulted by the way that we were describing it, but... Well, they probably won't hear this part, but... <laughs> it would still be fun to have them on. I'm going to look... That's, that is actually something I'm going to do for next week. I'm going to get a, a Schaumburg Boomer or Windy City Thunderbolt on the podcast. Well, I mean, there's there were definitely guys that played for the Boomers that were like, you know, glorified Lake Park or high school baseball stars that just go on and like play for a year or two there. Yeah. I actually know the hitting coach. I played with the hitting coach for the Gary South Shore Railcats. So, I mean, I guess we could get him on, but he he's not much he's not much fun to talk to, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to get him on. Neither are we, so that's cool. All right, can we stop fucking talking about this? Right now? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, but that was a that was pretty good content, honestly. I'm I'm glad we talked about Ty's experience. I thought it was gonna end with him laying in the grass down the left field line covered in stale uh hot dog bun bread. Stale poo. Wait, you said you set the over under yesterday at six and a half. You only had four? Yeah, I did. I, so I everybody my over under was correct. I think I put it at three and a half. That was and, a good and- that was a good line. Let me also say this. I stopped it for because I was like, I'm going to also get a pretzel with cheese because like that's the best part of any concession stand. Not a of single course. fucking... This also played into it. Not a single fucking stand had a pretzel with cheese. Nowhere to be found so, in the ballpark. Are the Chicago Dogs playing this summer? I believe so. In Rosemont. Why don't you hit up a Chicago Dogs game instead of a... Because I live two miles from the Boomer Stadium. I mean, you like 10 miles from the other one. <laughs> I don't think it's that much. I mean, Rosemont's fucking bitch to go to. I mean, it's quick and easy, I suppose, but Rosemont's just a mess. I mean, how many teams are even in this league? Like five? It's like the Thunderbolts, the Illinois Miners, the Evansville Otters, the Slammers, and the Crushers, and then the Boomers. I think there's six teams in this league. Well, there you have it. I don't know. We should, we and that's talking Rocky. independent baseball. <laughs> yes. Bring back the Schaumburg Flyers, honestly. Yeah, let's, let's rebrand. That's, they were that's cooler when they were the Flyers. That's like the Joliet Slammers when they were the Joliet Jackhammers. I want to go to a Jackhammers game. I don't want to go to a Slammers game. No. As you were reading off all the names of the teams in that league, I'm like, God, this is like, these are the team names from backyard baseball. They did. They but, made the mascot race course. a little kid around the bases, and the fucking mascot ran the little kid over accidentally. And all I could think was Kyle just mascotting for the Cougs, just fucking running kids <laughs> over. Oh god, that poor guy. It's probably some like eighteen-year-old intern who is just nervous as shit. Oh, that's the worst. Um, okay, and and other news that's not independent league baseball. Back what to the Cubs. I mean. Actually, the way they've been playing, they recently they might be an independent league team because they got absolutely dicked on by the Marlins. I mean, they Friday lost six of their last ten. They lost two series in a row to the Mets and Marlins. Split with the Indians, much needed win yesterday. But yeah, I mean, they are they're reeling a little bit right now. Yeah, they are with a tough stretch ahead. Ten game uh, road trip coming up. Four in LA, three in Milwaukee, and three in Cincy. So. Yeah, and then I think they have the Phillies and the Cardinals right after that before the All Star break. So it does not it does not get any easier over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and, and it's funny because right before that Marlins series, they just finished a seventeen game stretch against teams over five hundred. They went ten and seven in that stretch, yeah. which if you would have said that at the beginning, you would have been excited about shake hands and, and say that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so these next ten are going to be crucial. The Jesus. Someone, someone needs to. I I don't know who who needs to do it, but someone needs to go in the dugout and wake up the bats. Throw them on the field. The Brewers, I feel like, have played the Diamondbacks like the past twenty five games, and the Diamondbacks <laughs> can't win to save their lives. When the hell do the Cubs get to play the Diamondbacks? <laughs> Seriously, can we can we get a series against the Diamondbacks? I mean, I think that's actually the first that's what the doctor ordered. Break, but come on, I mean, the Diamondbacks. I, I think Bob Nightingale tweeted this out. They fired at one point this month, they fired two hitting coaches and had one win. <laughs> that's, that's, nuts. that's unheard of. Those are, that's almost, imp- that's impressive. 
That is absolutely that is legitimately impressive. Um, I mean, go ahead. I was going to say, I was basically just going to start listing the miserable no, bat, batting averages on the Cubs over the past couple of weeks. Well, let's, instead of listing those miserable batting averages, let's talk about the miserable base running from Javi the other night. Yeah. Do you agree with, uh, with Ross benching him there? Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it. I mean, I think he needs to be reminded that he's, you know, that he can be put in his place every once in a while. I agree as well. I don't think anybody, I mean, I know it's probably, maybe it sounds meatheadish to say, but I don't think anybody's bigger than the team. I think everybody, every once in a while, needs that kick in the ass. And I, I was listening to a podcast, I think maybe, shit, was this last year maybe? But it was in 2016 where, and Ross got in Rizzo's face, where he didn't think Anthony, Anthony, wow. He didn't think Riz was giving it his all. And it was basically like, yeah, if I was the fucking manager, I would not be playing you right now. And then Riz went out and just had like a phenomenal game. And you saw he did it last year with Schwarber and they were buddy, buddy after. Yeah. Well, hey, let's actually talk real quick. Let's touch on Schwarber because this guy does not stop fucking hitting home runs. Insane. Get another three run shot today. That's fucking nuts. I don't understand. He had five home runs in two games. So I'm looking at the the stats here. He has 125 home runs in his past four games. <laughs> it is, it <laughs> Those are numbers. Those are numbers. So at this point, would you rather have right now Schwarber or Peterson? I mean, the easy answer is Schwarber. But the hard answer is Jock. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the one we're we're stuck with. (laughs) That's the hard truth. It's actually kind of crazy to look at how similar their numbers are. Jock, obviously, or Schwarber's part of me. Within the past week, obviously, he has shot up with the home runs, RBIs, slugging of that nature, but his strikeouts are through the roof. He is not hitting high velocity at all, or really much at all. But all it takes really is for Jock to have one of these hot stretches as well, which he's prone to have in Schwartz, the slump, which he is also prone to have. Right. I mean, Jock's uh, already done it this season. He'll have a week where he hits over 300 and hits three home runs. You know. Exactly. So it'll be – it's interesting. I don't. I really don't know. I who would I rather have? I'd rather have Darvish and Schwarber combined. <laughs> you know, I was talking with uh, I was talking with Tony, and he's like, you know, this, this I feel like this team is just a, a Darvish and a Caratini away from being the best team in the NL. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I think so too. I mean, it's, it's unfortunately true. Who would who would have guessed? Not I. I did. I have a future. Not I set the fox. I mean, we, we all said over 80 and a half or 78 and a half wins and they're, they're definitely on pace to, I mean, they're. Oh, absolutely. I was expecting 500 ball. To be honest. I'm not going to sit here and act like I was expecting minimum and uh, like where they're at right now going through this tough stretch. And we said before how they have the toughest July schedule of any team in baseball. They're they're managing the storm right now. And I know the offense is struggling, but I mean, Davies and Arietta keep just getting fucking lit up too. Who? Davies and Arietta. Davies? What stats are you looking at with Davies? I mean, his last few games, his ERA is over five. Well, minus if you minus the last game, it's not. I mean, that last start was shit, but before that, he has been fantastic. Yeah. Before last start, he had like a, a 186 ERA from May 1st. So he's been – I think last week was, uh, was an aberration. Big word. My, that's my word of the week is an aberration. Good word. Hashtag masters. Yeah. Hashtag I have my MBA. 
Um, I think they need to go out. We always say this, but I need, they need to go. That might be a good name for this episode. Aberration. Not abortion. I don't know how to spell it. Juliana's (laughs) Oberst. Jesus. What were you going to say? There we go. Uh, Do you think Alec Mills should stay in the rotation? I mean, he had a nice spot start against the Marlins. Obviously, it's the Marlins, but. Well, also, Jake Arrieta and Zach Davies didn't have great starts. That's right. exactly what you needed. I would, would you, okay, would you rather have of the three in the rotation, you need to pick two, Arietta, Trevor Williams, Alec Mills. What of those two, or those three, are you putting in the rotation? I'm putting Alec Mills in there for sure out of those three. All right, I'll say just one of them. If you need yeah. just one in a, in a playoff series, you need four starters. Who are your four starters? Need four starters. Yeah, we'll say four starters. LCS. Well, even in the NLDS, you need four starters. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say Max Scherzer, Kyle Hendricks, uh, Zach Davies, and then it's t- it's a toss up between Mills and Arietta, but I'll say Mills. Right now, and I feel like he has to go Mills. I don't know how you would go Arietta. Right. He just doesn't look good. He He doesn't have the same stuff that he did. I mean, it's like his stuff moves like it did, but he does not locate like he used to. No, not at all. Not at all. It's terrible. I would be right. I'm right there with you. I think Mills is is the correct answer there. I will say this. That was a savvy veteran type managing move by Ross, having the team put on the Space Jam gear for the trip out to L.A., though. Yeah. that's like slump busting one on one. He he was he was prepared. I like that. That's but then it brings up the whole debate. It's like, do you think space just copying Madison? Should, no, 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 no. I mean, teams have been doing this since you know they could fly. It's not Joe Madden didn't fucking create costumes. <laughs> one time for me. Do you think Space Jam Two is going to be better than Space Jam One? I, feel I don't like know. I'm not going to watch it. Team, you, you have to just really go into the space. If you're going to do a Space Jam trip, you really need to dive into the Space Jam 1 uh, atmosphere and, and attire. You know, get uh, like have bottles that say Michael's Secret stuff, just and that's all you're drinking. You know? Yes, that's good. I like that a lot. That's, that's a great call. Definitely, I mean, definitely being from Chicago, like a team from Chicago heading out to the West Coast while there's about to be Space Jam 2 with LeBron, like they're going to L.A., LeBron, L.A., needs to be clear that this is a Space Jam 1 trip. Yeah, they needed to label this a Space Jam 1 trip. This isn't a Space Jam 2 trip. Let's make that fucking clear. Right. Let's get that through everyone's skulls before this uh, four-game set. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. All right, well, let's talk a little White Sox here. They won today, but... They they've been they've also been struggling. Yes, they have. Um, lost was it five games in a row? Yep. Before today. Yeah, four four to the Astros too, all in a row, just like that. Yeah, Yerman has been over nineteen yeah, I mean, with nine strikeouts. Yeah, I mean, I hate to see this happen to guys, but and it's seemingly starting to happen to Patrick Wisdom, but I think he's done. Patrick Wisdom homered yesterday, so I don't know what you're talking about. Well, he's hitting like a buck eighty-eight over the past two weeks, too. 
Yeah, he did go over four with four strikeouts on Monday, but let's talk about the Sox. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, the lineup they put out there today, I I didn't know like half the guys. They had a guy named Luis Gonzalez out there. Yeah, and I was like, is this uh, is this two thousand one Luis Gonzalez or who is this guy? Where are we? What, why did Luis Gonzalez come up on an episode? Didn't Solomon think he was tall? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. We were like, that could very well be though. We were like, name name uh, yeah. Kyle was like, we were talking about Chris Bryant and how he's tall and. Tall guys usually don't translate to being good hitters in the MLB. Kyle's like, yeah, name another good tall hitter. So I'm immediately goes, Luis Gonzalez. Like, he's not that tall. <laughs> Sounds about right, dude. But back to the um, Sox. I mean, like, Lurie Garcia. I know Lurie plays a lot, but they had, I mean, like, Lurie, uh, Brian Goodwin, I think was one of the guys. Yeah, names. like Danny Mendick. Like, yeah. Who, who are you? I don't know, but I mean, what are they supposed to do at this point? It's just one guy goes down after the other. I mean, yeah, <laughs> really. Jake Lamb started at third. Uh, let's see, what is this guy? Something B Goodwin? Is it Brian Goodwin? Yeah, in center. Um, I mean, even these guys out of the bullpen, like who the fuck is Ryan Burr? I'll say this over and over again, but it doesn't matter what their lineup is, they could put out their triple-A team for all I care. Their pitching staff is good enough to win a World Series. They are. And I love I love Lance Lynn. I really yes. do. When he, what, uh, what did you think about, uh, I forget what series it was before. It was either the Rays or the Astros series. So I was like, oh, Lance, what do you guys think about, you know, playing uh, against an AL contender at this point in the season? Like, do you feel this is a good way to measure up against the competition or whatever? And he just kind of like laughed it off. He's like, no one really gives a shit. It's June. I was just about to talk about that. Yeah, it's the best. And that's probably the right attitude to have. Cause to be honest, who, who does give a shit right now? Just keep playing good baseball. And then if you, you see them later, you see them later, but a matchup in June really isn't going to tell you much about a matchup in October. Cause right. as baseball goes, whoever's hot at the right time, that's all that matters. You're probably not going to learn too much. And like, you're definitely scouting the pitchers like throughout the season got guys that are doing that like like you said you're not going to learn anything new now that you wouldn't be able to figure out a week before you play the team in the playoffs yeah it's it's the right mindset to have um what about the the cup snake situation across town just and all the bleachers how what's our thoughts on that that's a good question i think it was like I'm trying to think of the right way to describe this, but it's like, I don't know. Your parents let you have like people over or a party in high school while they're out of town. And they're like, you know, you can, you guys can drink, you can have fun, just be responsible and don't do anything stupid. What, what happens? Like one kid goes out in the street and fucking lights off fireworks and, Fucking destroys the neighbor's garbage can. This like, is a real. This sounds like this is a real story. Did this happen? I was about to say, so when did this happen? It's <laughs> not a real story. I literally just made this up in my head, and that's what happened at Wrigley Field when the cup snake fell on to the warning track, and then that poor sucker that works for Wrigley Field had to run out there and pick up all the cups. Oh, I was I was there for that. He was booking it. He might beat the that freeze guy in Atlanta. 
<laughs> you, I'm not kidding. If if there were NFL scouts there, he might have got a, a contract. That's he was booking it. There was Rizzo a pretty funny picture, too. like a funny angle of it with Jason Hayward, like watching uh, just with his hand on his hip. He just looked like a pissed off dad, basically. Like, what the fuck is this? Right. What's this shit going on in my outfield? I know. I Don't get me wrong. I, it's not like – I don't know how anybody would hate, like, not like the – or just like – yeah, dislike the cup snake, right? I could see people – like, I'm pretty – I'm probably indifferent to it. You do it, don't do it. It's not like it's got any hair off my back. What I don't like is just the people who are so obnoxious about it. It's like, yeah, like, do it, have fun with it, but at the same time, don't, like – don't fucking throw them on the field. Right. Or hit people in the head or like, you know, don't obstruct people from trying to watch the game, basically. And it's, if you sit in the bleachers, you have, it's, you have the expect, you should have an expectation of you're going to be around drunk people and cup snakes and things of the like. So I'm, even if I was there trying to enjoy a game, not drinking, it's, I, you can't be pissed because that's what happens out there. Right. Okay. I think it's got to happen naturally, though. Like, you can't force it. You can't run out in the bleachers and be like, all right, let's build a cup snake. Like, you just got to be sitting next to someone who also has some empty cups and you start stacking them together. You know what I would love to see, though, which it definitely won't happen now because I think they're going to put a kibosh on the cup snakes. Um, would you not love to see one just wrap around from foul pole to foul pole? That would be insane. Like, I don't know how you would. Out. I don't know how you would get. Oh, you would have to basically bring it up, angle it up towards the scoreboard. Yeah, you really would. You are, yeah, because there's no way you could do it over the the batter's eye. But if you or if you go like through the back tunnel there a little bit, like through the <laughs> aisle there, yeah, Kyle, back by like those food stands. Kyle yeah, loves going done. back through the back tunnel. You're the one talking about your sphincter earlier, <laughs> and then eating I, one one thing before we dog. before we go back to the socks, because all we can really do is talk about the Cubs. Are we really going back to the Sox? Can't help ourselves, but <laughs> what? I think I saw the wave at Wrigley Field the other night while I was watching the game. What is it? Do you actually care about the wave? Like I don't. I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I mean, I'm not gonna be a guy that starts it, but I'm not gonna. Personally, rip don't really care. But it's always been like growing up, going to Cubs games. It's always been code like you don't do the wave at Wrigley. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna tell people like sit down, but I'm also not gonna like. Join it. I'll pre- like the wave could be going around. I probably would just sit there and do n- do absolutely nothing. I don't think they should do it. But I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. I don't want to do the wave. Not unless I'm in the bleachers, building like cup snake shit faced. And that's talking the wave. And that's talking the wave. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm good not talking about the socks anymore. They have nothing. They they brought nothing to me this week. All we can really say is they are 14 games over. They have. Basically, the opposite of the Cubs schedule heading into the break. They have Seattle, the Twins, Detroit, the Twins again, and then the Orioles over the next two weeks. So, realistically, obviously, with their half AAA lineup, I still think they should be able to post into the All Star break and be 20 games over halfway through the season. They should be, to be honest with you. Now now that you told me that schedule, I'm probably just going to absolutely hammer them all (laughs) these games. Um, Breaking news here the Bucs. Uh, pardon me, the Hawks. The Hawks beat the Bucs in game one. 116-113. You heard it here last. <laughs> <laughs> By the time you're hearing this, it might be tip-off for the 2021 game two. 2022 regular season. <laughs> one, one last thing about the Sox I want to ask you. What are your thoughts on 
Yaz Grandal's stat line right now. He's a joke. I mean, I actually think I wouldn't hate having him in the lineup. Like the Cubs lineup? Just as my catcher behind the dish. I mean, he's providing – want to talk about war. He's – he's, want to talk about war. He's providing positive value. He's, so three three 383 on base percentage and 11 home runs. I don't hate that. I mean, does his batting average matter at all? I think it does, to be honest. <laughs> he hit uh, the game-winning two-run double today, though, so – Maybe he's heating up a bit, but he's never been like a, a phenomenal hitter. But he's also, I mean, I think he's just off to a rough start. I think which it doesn't which matter. Which going to show that he, even if he's going, he's getting off to a rough start here and he's still getting on base, he's a quality player. Yes. That's that's me saying something nice about the White Sox. Okay, that was nice. What else we got? You, you think we're good? We should end it. it with you complimenting the White Sox because that shit will never happen again. Okay, let's end this because my computer is actually about to die. <laughs> and I, have no, I have no idea where my charger is. And I got this dog ready to just pump one still. On, hey, actually, we'll, we'll end on this update on my knee. Uh, now both dogs want to fuck my knee. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I just put a blanket over it now. But then <laughs> there's really no good solution to this right now. So everyone's thoughts, been wondering about it. So, so thoughts and prayers to my kneecap. But that's that's the update on that. And with that, we'll see you next week, dude. All right, see you guys. <laughs>